go. But we're plebes. Plebes in the world of production. You're welcome. It's not like I've ever produced another podcast. I feel like you know a lot about a little. <laughs> well, I feel like you know a little about a lot, though. That's fair. Or a lot about a lot. It's like the actual phrase for a jack of all trades. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none is better than a master of one. Yeah. I've heard that. It's in the class of like, if you know this entire idiom, it changes the meaning of the idiom. Yep. True that. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, um, this woman pointed this. I came across some information the other day, uh, which means I watched a TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> this woman was pointing out that the A Court of Thorns and Roses used to have different... Uh, a Court of Thorns and Roses had a different covers. They had different covers. And they redid them. TikTok. The, the Court of Thorns and Roses, when they changed the covers, they re... Um, they moved them from young adult to adult ah. right when Silver Flames came out because you smart were... Smart move. Smart. Yeah. Very clever. <laughs> um, and so they think... Somebody mentioned because they've changed these covers, they're going to go from young adult to adult and with crescent city three coming out mm-hmm. is that a correlation or coincidence it could be a coincidence but yeah. i just like the idea that we might get some more of the people in this universe yeah i'm just um, glad that i didn't read any of these as a young adult yeah well the first two books then no man would ever satisfy me <laughs> yeah that would be tough oh. or would you be yeah. but the thing is would you be Mature enough to understand why these men are written to be like. No, if well, I was a, if I was a young no. adult, I'm thinking, okay, that means 14 or 15. Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, yeah. In yeah. my head, I was like early 20s, young adult. <laughs> right, but no. like, think about the kids Teenager. that are yeah, reading teenagers. young adult. Yeah. yeah, they're like 12, 13, 14, 15. Mm. Yeah, the first two books in this series in Throne of Glass read like a young adult book. Yeah, uh-huh. which is why. I, can't, I have a hard time with young adult books. There's nothing against young adult books. I've read plenty of good ones, but that's probably but why I struggled. Like, this third book reads they, like an adult's and book. And the third book was like, okay, now we're in. Now we're playing to the big leagues. Like mm-hmm. now we're finally right. in. Aelin's actually playing by Titch's role in this book. Right. Instead of the first two books where she actually acted like a, t- like a teenager in a rom-com. Oh, you were in Endovier for two years or a year? We wouldn't have known that because you acted no. like a 16, 19, 17, 18-year-old. Right. Which okay. is just partly Sarah J. Mass not being mature enough. I like not being out. mature enough as a character, as a writer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's got it. And she's got it now. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to start. So many things I want to. So, Rachel. So what? What? I'm Kate. <laughs> hey, everybody. I'm Kate. And I'm Rachel. I'm Hannah. This is the super fan edition. So Woo-hoo. everything is on the table. If you have not read all of Sarah J. Mass's books, like me, don't listen to this podcast. And Rachel, I would like for you to take a oath, make the creed right now. That a blood you, oath? <laughs> would you please do a blood oath for us that you are okay with spoilers? Yes, of course. I'm fine with spoilers. Okay. Um... Surprise, Rowan is Aelin's mate. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> yeah. Um, Surprise! Surprise! Who I'm surprised to no one. And but so yes. <laughs> I think knowing where they're going, right? Yeah. We get this really beautiful moment later on in the books where Rowan, they they get married off page because Sarah J. Mass will not write a wedding. Is everybody okay? You yeah, you're fine. You guys are looking at my drink. Yeah, 
I don't know. Maybe it's scaring me like subconsciously because I do keep glancing at your drink when I don't mean to. It's just moving. Okay. It's fine. I'm not going to flail this all over you. <laughs> but I could, I understand. I'm more worried about the chair than my own like oh, self. My, don't worry. My throne is good. <laughs> um, So. No weddings. No weddings. So they, you know, they end up getting married. He ends up the king, right? Yeah. Where the story is going. The story ends on a positive note. Lots of crazy, wild, heartbreaking things happen. But I mean, it's a story that wraps up. Yeah. And um, I think it adds in a reread a special level of when you see the little small things and the way they start. They, when I say like they hated each other. In A Court of Thorns and Roses, we see what happens when like Lucian and Elaine Elaine almost hates him. Like she doesn't yeah. want anything to do with him. She's almost like like a vitriol. Did I yeah. use that right? Vitriol, yes. Towards him, and he loves her. And I think that they have that instant hate towards each other that is actually just their mating bond flaring up because they're not ready for each other. Yeah. Well, I think Lucian <clears throat> and Elaine is definitely because it was Elaine's lowest moment ever, and Lucian ran up and was this like, is "Not a good time. We're gonna be together forever." Yeah, all he was thinking about was himself, so and he know. was shocked. Yeah. yeah. So he doesn't give her a choice like Rosanda's. Right. He's just oh, like, oh, you're my. He claims her immediately. immediately. He's like, I know you like, just came out like, of the I'm possession. Drenched yeah. in she's cauldron still, water. She's yeah. Still, he's still in. I'm enabling tampon phase. Yeah. Like I, women are possessions. We keep them in the house. They don't leave. You're mine. I we our our scents are made to be one. Yeah. And but in this story. This was especially, like, meaningful, seeing them start over, mm-hmm. seeing them meet each other, all these little moments together where Rowan is so cruel, and, and seeing their energy with each other being so, um, what is it? When Antagonistic. Yeah. Yeah. And then them slowly realize that they are mirrors of each other. Yeah. Um. So... Well, I, I read I read this thing recently <laughs> that was that was uh, Aelin and Rowan are greater than Farrah, Farrah and, and Reese, who are greater than Bryce, Bryce and, Hunt. and Hunt. Yeah. And at first, I was like, "What? No!" But I mean, I I think- love this book for them. Just the friendship part before. Oh, another deep gong. Wow, I'm really bad today. <laughs> okay, that's okay. why you guys were like, <laughs> you shouldn't have that drink in your hand. You're going to want to put it down. That's um, Yeah, I, I think the slow burn. It's really that slow burn relationship. Yeah. And it doesn't, it's not going to reach fruition tomorrow and then the next book or the next two books. But what we end up learning is that, and like Maeve you know, once you know what who Maeve actually is, she is actually not Faye. She's a Valg queen, a Valg queen. Uh-huh. And she came through with one of the Valg princes to run away from him. And she tricked the two sisters into thinking they had another sister. Oh. That's how evil and that's how dark and twisted she is. And she knows through prophecy that Rowan and Aelin are meant our to be together. Mates. And she tricks, and she like rewrites his brain to think he's mated with someone else. Oh. Yeah. So Rowan was never mated before. That was all an, 
evil like evil that was trick Maeve by Maeve. manipulating him brainwashing yeah yes. brainwashing mm-hmm. him just and like s- she did to all the cadre really right yeah and so we get glimpses in this when once you have that you know you've wrapped it up and you're looking back you're like oh wow she is not she's very evil she's like mm-hmm. or you know and there's parts of her you kind of like but no. that's why she doesn't have a form like yeah. a particular form yep and she's yeah. just she ends up being a big bad and you know really um also Maeve looks a lot like Resand and i've heard some theories about Resand's heritage she has violet Ooh. eyes, dark hair. She mm. looks a lot like him. So that kind of plays into that e- evil Resand theory. Um, no, I don't know how that's going to connect because she comes from a different world. She comes from a totally different world where she, they don't even have the color blue. Yeah, that's true. But she does have violet eyes. Oh, I don't, she, <laughs> she may have violet eyes, but she doesn't even know what an ocean looks like. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So I don't know. I I just she really she can't be related to her. Really want to reject never seen the, the evil ocean. Reese theory, yeah. and I'll do whatever it takes. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. Um, it's really cool going back and then no noticing all the little tidbits that she gives us in this. Mm-hmm. The way this connects to Assassin's Blade, how often she's mentioning these other stories. I completely missed it the first time. Um, we're gonna meet in the next book, the Redheaded Queen. In the West, in the Wastelands. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to meet her in Assassin's Blade. Um, and knowing what happens with the 13, and I'm actually going to not tell you. Thank God. I don't want to tell you that. <laughs> okay. I want you to experience that. Do you just leave? You guys can- no, <laughs> I just. Because I still have leave. to edit it. <laughs> no, so no, no. I just, I'm anyway. not going to, I don't want to talk about it. But yeah. knowing how their story ends and then coming back and meeting them again and meeting Abraxas and Manon. I just get chills every time. They it feels so scrumptious to me. Yeah, it is. It's better on a reread. I love this book. Yeah, I know. I I think that in the scheme of the series, I really love this. I mean, this is one of the books. It feels like Emperor Strikes Back. Yes. Yeah. It feels like Empire. Yeah. You know, it was really well. Yoda's was, training me. Yeah. It and was on, better done than the any of the Court and, and Thorns on, and Roses books. Honestly, yeah. I think this might be the strongest book in the series. I mean, if you're thinking about efficiency, not wasting, like, I mean, all the other books, things are going to happen, 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 happen. Yeah. But this one is just, it's like, I'm going to use a Harry Potter analogy. Yes. Uh <laughs> In the first two books of Harry Potter, the stakes were not that high. Like, we no. knew that this big stuff had happened. But it was the third book when the stakes got really big that we all of a sudden were like, oh, my God, Harry's a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, Sirius Black is a real person. And we have, you know, we've been with these two characters. We were in Chambers, Chamber of Secrets. We were with Philosopher, Sorcerer Stone. And now all of a sudden, this is real shit happening, and we love yeah. them. And that's what this book feels like to me. Yeah. It feels like she knew she – if you don't – by the third book, if things aren't going well or going – you want to keep reading it, you know, I feel like the third book is always a tell yeah. of the series. For sure. And um, this one it is, definitely. Like, we've been playing checkers. We're finally playing chess. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And yeah. we see how sh- she's figured out Selena Aelin – um, and she's our leader. She's our general. 
She's our good time guy. And really, the rest of the books are going to be very, like, everyone's in their own. I mean, we're going to be hopping between different stories stories yeah. for the Ka- rest of the series. Kale gets his own book. His own book. And you're, and most people going into it, like you'll and see. And you're gonna love and it. And you'll see it on Reddit, like over and over again. Hey, do I need to read Tower of Dawn? My Ye- God. Yes, you do. You need to read it. But people are like, can I skip the chaos book? No, nope. you can't. He's not that. He's just a noble idiot. Like, yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. yeah. And his story. Which know, I just use noble idiot like it's a trope. There's a trope like yeah, right, yeah, force right, proximity for sure. or whatever. Noble idiot is just like a. It's like a type yes, of It's an character. honor culture character. Yeah. yeah. Um, but going back and then seeing it, seeing this book and like it's, this is the beginning. This is the truly the beginning. Yes. And um, I don't know. I just really enjoyed. I, I like found myself really immersed. I was like, I can't be. I had like stop washing dishes if I didn't hear it right. Mm-hmm. Rewind it. Keep going back. The spiders, like spiders, come back. Like they, everything. So you can see the beginning of the plan in a way in this book. Mm-hmm. That you know, once you know how it, where we're going, where we're going, how it, how it it's fruits. So exciting. <laughs> like this is the true, like really beginning for me, and it's yeah. so exciting. I would agree with that. I mean, I think you need the first two just to introduce the characters, yeah. but yeah. Mm. yeah, it's unfair to put them in front of this book because again, it's like a court of thorns and roses. You get through the first three and a half if you count Frost and Starlight, and then you get to Court of Silver Flames, and you're like, who wrote this? Was this the same woman that wrote? Yeah, the first and Silver book? Flames blows you away. Silver Flames is like, so good. Where did this and come from? To me, Crescent City is written more like these. Yeah, where it's like, I don't know, Crescent. I I hate to say it, but I feel like Crescent City is my favorite, and that's not a I common think opinion. So it's not a common opinion, but it's. So the world building complex. is huge. It's it's a lot. There's so many like different things going on. A little bit, yeah. With more experience, yeah. And it's a lot of things happening it's at one wild. time. The world building's huge. The you know, I I always I enjoy being with those. I enjoy being in that book a lot, and I really am enjoying this even way more than the first read through because yes. I know how it ends. And I think rereads are really important when you love a series, like, if it's well written. Then yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because going back, you're like, oh, okay, good. Now I see all the things that you did. Right. Yeah. And I can see where you missed. Yeah. Yeah. And I can see why it wasn't. Yeah. But so we find the word keys. And I don't know where this is the second one. I th- I was like, did I miss that? Did, we, did I miss We that? found the first one. She's just assuming he has two because of the level of power uh-huh. that he's wielding. Oh, I see. Because at this point, she doesn't oh, know. Oh, they do have two. I know where the second one is. I just remembered. <laughs> <laughs> they do have two. Because she opens <laughs> Elena's crown. Yeah. And yeah. that's where the, and it was missing. And <laughs> and she doesn't know how many. They do have two. I just but in this but reread, I was like, "What? No." Okay. You're like, it's the super fan edition. You're oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want to spoil it. Caltain, they have it in the mountain. Yes. And what we're gonna learn is you were dead on. The king is not the main character. He's not the big bad. He is a player. And what he did was open up the. Um, he brought back the bad guy that Elena 
and um Brandon or no um Brandon Gavin. Gavin 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 and Elena put this vlog king into a tomb or something and that is what their whole thing was about and he straight up brought him back and he's going to be be our big bad and the king is just a pawn just like you said yeah well he's more like a so Parrington uh, we see we see a lot more of Parrington. I feel like in this book, right? No, we don't no, see we him don't at see all. At all. Mm-hmm. He's not in but it. He's Calpain's gonna be not down at Roland's not in it. But we're gonna. Oh, I know what I'm thinking out, of. I, they're up at Morath. Is that what it's called? Absolutely not Morgoth. Morgoth. Morgoth is from Lord of the Rings. Oh, is it Morath? Morath. Morath. Okay, I don't know. They all yeah. My, there's my voice. I don't know. They all sound <laughs> the same. I'll just try. I could be up here too. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, we get this. Um, yeah, it's they have it, and yes. they're gonna try and put it in someone and create a portal. Okay. Mm. Um, but yeah, that's where they took Caltane. Caltane had magic in her blood. Um, and uh, but this one, in the. Oh, sorry, I lost my thoughts. It's okay. Oh, Dorian, this is kind of the beginning of Dorian's story, too. Yeah. I think Sorsha, losing Sorsha in the grand Yeah, he's finally had shit happen to him. Yeah. Yeah. Bad stuff. And he realizes who his dad is. And now he's going to have to start. And where he is now and where he goes. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, he just, his power blows up and, like, it gets sexy. I mean, I told you in the sexy. first, you know, five minutes that Dorian's my favorite character. Yeah. So just take that as yeah. you will. But yeah. he has such an amazing journey from, I mean, we, we've we just seen him get collared, basically. Yeah. So and we then, know he's so got now some we gotta dark fight days. That. And you know they're not going to let that stay. Yeah. And like, so, you know, now we know we have to, we got to get excited because now we get to go back and meet this Arabin guy that we haven't met yet, that we're yeah. about to meet. And um, we get to figure that out. And then we get to, they're going to have to do something with Dorian because no one's going to let our boy stay in a collar. Uh, we're just going to keep learning more and more. And eventually we get this really universal, world-changing bad guy. And it just, you know, we bebop all around the globe. And it just... I mean, it it's just awesome. gets really big. And I know. I saw the last book now. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the width of the first two books. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's um. It's a lot. It does a lot. <laughs> it's substantial. And it's great. And it just really, I, I don't think I really realized before how much the first two didn't do compared yeah. to this one. Until you get to the third one. You're like, it's the same thing as when you got to Silver Flames. Who wrote this book? This is an entirely different book. Right. From the first two. Yeah. I think that's my favorite book. Silver Flames? Yeah. That's my favorite Sarah J. Mass book. Yeah. I mean, I don't... Yeah. It's awesome. I mean, I I'm obs- I love Nesta and Cassian. I will... I will... I'm one of those army folks that will cut people if they yeah. say something <laughs> about Cassian. Anything about Yeah. Cassian. Really? Yeah, I know. Um, but... <laughs> I love all the details, the Easter eggs, how we're... Like, she's setting it up. Can you see it happening? Yeah. Do you like the story? Now. Okay. Yeah, now. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited for you to read Assassin's Blade now because there are so many different things that are just, like, 
just mentioned, just like a little drop here well, and, and there. Well, and I forgot that Lysandra's that a whole in those. story. Remember how I yes. said that Lysandra was only mentioned in one book? She's in Assassin's Blade. She is so in Assassin's Blade. So a lot of people Blade. read those at to start. So that makes mm. sense as to why they just kind of mention them. Um, but she didn't write it first. She wrote it later, right, as a prequel? I think she wrote some of it first. I don't know. It's Because if she writes it first and then she goes on and writes the next two. Mm. But if we get the author that wrote so this book to write that book, she wrote then down, I'm excited. She wrote Throne of Glass in 2012, Assassin's Blade in 2014, and then Crown of Midnight. So she wrote Throne of Glass first, then Assassin's Blade. So oh wow. it came out before the second book. But it's a prequel. It is a prequel. Yeah. And then. Okay. Well, we'll see. Because we're reading that next, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's a really good. Because in this next book, we're, we get to go back to the streets. We get to go back to Selena Sardathian before she got sent to Endovir. Yeah. So we're going to mess with all those people. I think it's called Queen of Shadows because she's like cutthroat and you get to see this really smart woman that outsmarts everybody around her and it's done well you believe it so thank god yeah yeah i don't mind it if a character is not smart i don't want to say it not smart but i don't mind if a character misses details if it's believable that she's missing those details right Mm -hmm. i think that's what bothered me most is that she was just straight up ignoring them she was just like she'd see it we would mention it because and it, she wouldn't think take two seconds to think about it. No, and I think that's what got to me in the end was like, well, don't then just don't even mention it to me. Yeah, come back later and be like, well, when I was in that room, it's like, I saw you're, that. You're almost it's almost an I I see where you're coming from. It's annoying to the reader. Like, yeah. why are you giving me this information if we're not going to address it? Because you just want me to sit with it. Yeah, you want me to sit with it while you do nothing with it. It's it's un it's not important then. Yeah. It's not going to be important for 65 more chapters and 40 of those chapters are in the next book. Come on. Yeah. Like, let's not. That's It's like toilet. It's like annoying a reader. It's, it's because it's, she was trying to draw it out. Yeah. And. She was figuring it out. She was trying to write a mystery. She was trying to drop Easter eggs. Yeah. And she wasn't getting the pacing correct. And now she has. And yes. we're going to. Yeah. That's hopefully it's, this one. I'm excited to read this one again. I think I like skimmed this book but now that i know all these characters Uh and i know where they show up and i know where they come back and what really happens is this big this world becomes small it gets big and small Mm. so all of the characters in these books all of the characters in these books are going to be important characters at another point in the like final battle they we they bring them all together, and we get to see how Aelin's lifetime of networking yeah. makes her a badass general queen, queen in general, yeah, queen of um, the world. And I think it's really, I think her emotional growth in this book in particular is really, I think it's beautifully done. Yeah, and we actually got like I liked Rowan. Often with Sarah J. Mass, she's very good at her female characters, but her man characters are the six foot seven, precariously hung, like <laughs> dudes, romance dudes yeah. who are emotionally unavailable. <clears throat> like even Rasand, as much as I love Rasand, he was a like a sex slave for fifty years. 
and he does not get any time to be traumatized. Like we mentioned that he has bad dreams, but other than that, Favorite got a whole book of being yeah. like unable to communicate, locked inside of herself, pee pee pants, everything. She yeah. got throwing up every night. She got that. He didn't get that. He had to come back and immediately be like a man, a high lord, a high lord. Yeah, And we don't ever address the fact that he's not allowed to do, he doesn't deal with his trauma. We kind of do with Tamlin, but it vilifies him. The fact that he actually feels his trauma becomes what makes him a villain. And then in this book, we got Rowan, who was immediately like, I'm having a hard time too. I understand where you're coming from. Here's Mm -hmm. what happened to me. And this is why I'm sad. And that was 230 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's immediately like... I have emotions, too, and they're just like yours. I love and it. This is where we're coming from, so we can meet in the middle on this. And understand each other on a level. And I think what's so great about it is we've seen her with Dorian, and we've seen her with Kaol, and then we get to see her with Rowan, and we get to see the nuances of that relationship, and we get to decide, choose, and see why he's a better all-around mate for her, yeah. why he is what is the best relationship for her Yeah, and why he is her match, her fit. Like, and, and I love that because so often in stories, we just get one romantic, romantic character Yeah, and we are just supposed to accept it. And they're living happily ever forever and ever. And they're going to fight for each other. But there's something great when we get to see more than one, which I think is kind of unique to this yeah. storytelling um, is that we get to decide and see the differences. And, like, her relationship with K.L. wasn't terrible. They loved each other. Yeah, but he didn't challenge her in no, any way. No. None. And the the best thing is, um, yeah, K.L. was always um, surprised and kind of, like, skittish and kind of, did you say this? Or, like, he didn't really, he was always, like, um, hesitant for her to be the assassin. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rowan's, like. Soldier up. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, Get it together. You had fate. to have secrets from Kale. Yeah. He wasn't going to. him, her, too. Like, they could never just be exactly what they were together. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that Rowan genuinely offers her protection, and she was always going to be stronger and more powerful for, yeah. than Kale. And I think he realized that. He yeah. knows that. And that's why he can't, like you said, Selena and he will, they'll, she'll always love him. Selena will always love him. And I like that we even get notes in the book of her revisiting the relationship with Kale. Yes. yes. Even towards the end, I miss Kale. I I think about him. Yeah. You know, she's not just like, bye, boy. Yeah. I'm not just replacing you with this big hunky hawk, face tattoo hawk, right? Yeah. She's actually... In mourning for that relationship. Yeah. yeah. And we get to see that I in a healthy that. way. Um, I love a good training montage, and we get several chapters. God, Sarah J. Mass loves a good training montage. I love. If she's not talking about men with wings, we're training shit. Yeah, we are mm-hmm. training. We yeah. are getting better. Yeah, I we're love curing mental illness how, like, through exercise. And I yes. love how much she likes to eat. Yeah, Doesn't that means eat. a lot to me. I do like talking about food. Yeah, I. It means a lot to me that she likes to the eat potatoes. That they talk yeah. about that she likes to eat. <laughs> yeah, that they address that she eats. Yeah. yeah. And she eats a lot, and she likes to eat. And sometimes she doesn't, but it's fine. Um, her getting... I still really don't understand her power 
I think the way this magic manifests is challenging for me for some reason. This like well uh-huh. that yeah. you have to spend time like cranking calling it up. Cranking it. Yeah, yeah. Calling it. And the longer you do that, the more powerful it is. I think it's like queuing it up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But there's something about the burnout that feels you know, you know what I imagined it's you know what I imagined it felt like? You you all ever smoked weed? <laughs> no, I have not actually. What? That's okay. <laughs> Shocked look in your face. I thought you were joking, but then no, you said I'm... actually, and I was like, oh, oh. No, no, no. Okay. I just know one never Me interested. Either. Okay. Well, oh, okay. We can talk about it like a hookah. Um, <laughs> when you're hitting like a hookah. And you, I have smoked a hookah. And you pull it really hard. But and it was then tobacco. <laughs> there's nothing left to pull and the way that feels inside. Yeah. That's what I imagined her burnout okay. felt like. Like her insides were on fire. Like she was pulling on fire without anything coming up. Um, or heartburn. So yeah, like, like when you acid. get to the end of a joint and there's just paper? Yeah. Okay. And you're just burning. Not that you would know. You're just burning. <laughs> it's just, it's just, you know, it's just like burning without yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she talks about it later like she's tunneling down. You know, she's, it's a burrowing, burrowing, tunneling, like she's drawing up. Which it sounds a lot like Bryce's jump in Crescent City. Uh So Bryce has to, okay, in Crescent City, when people like come to adulthood, they have to do this thing called, um, I forget what it is, but it, clicks in their immortality Mm. yeah it's kind of like the settling in this universe is what is it also elaine elaine elaine's immortal why don't we know that yet because she doesn't know it yet because why i don't know why we don't because she's like wandering around as a human like when do we i know but i I, yeah i need to i hope we learn that soon because i was thinking about it today i was like wait when do we learn that i think we learn it like she's full thing. in the next book, maybe not not Assassin's Blade, but Queen of the, Shadows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they have to do that thing in Crescent City where they have to fall into uh-huh. their power and then they bring it up, but then their power gets like taxed and taken. Yeah, they and have to like give some of their power. They to... give some of their power away, and the power giving the power away, they think it's going to this like good place. It's actually being eaten by these like giant star monsters <laughs> um, <clears throat> called the Asteri. Mm. But I'm just making the correlations in the power realms because if we are mixing universes, uh-huh. how those are going to pop up? How Aelin loses her power at the end, and it's really. Fucking annoying. I hate it. That's what I didn't like the way Kingdom Ash ended. <laughs> I saw this TikTok that was like, <laughs> it's either be with you or lose my power. I'm going with number two. <laughs> I'm going with number two. I will be with my second love of my life so I can keep my world sure. ending power. Um, But she, you know, she loses her power. And I just... I'm curious. I'm like, how can we get her power back in these other universes? I mean, you know she's gonna. I don't know. Maybe not, though. She I means she lost it. You can't have mm-hmm. Aelin and Bryce and Farah in a room and, and Aelin not have power because she's the baddest bitch. Yeah. It'll come back. It'll just come. You know, Sarah J. Mass, as much as she likes to pretend, she kills people sometimes. But her characters that Nobody she big. loves. Nobody big. 
the Has characters she that she loves. Lahaba forever. Lahaba. Lahaba forever. That's... Lahaba and Keely forever. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, but babies. like no like main characters mm-hmm. are being killed. Nope. She likes to have the like, hey guys, something really dramatic happened. Psych. Nope. Sorry. Well, Tony Psych. Stark eventually died, so someone's gonna have to go. I would argue probably not. Okay. The well. last book is gonna just be like three volume set. <laughs> so that we can save everybody. Yeah. Yeah, it'll come back. It'll just be like, we'll have to, it's how is she going to get it back? Yeah, and it may, maybe it won't be as big the as The cauldron. It is. Cauldron, yeah. Cauldron. Just dunk her in there. <laughs> just like we but did, did the baptismal. Did, did you die, What though? did you die? Just like the book. When she was like, I don't know, maybe if I throw the book in there, that'll solve the problem. He'll just take Aelin and be like, Aelin, no, no, no. What will happen is they'll dunk Aelin. Aelin's going to straight up, straighten out, be diplomatic, and f- mess and like fix all the stuff Nesta did to the poor cauldron. Yeah. And then she's going to pop back out with the book. She'll be like, look at this book I found. And she's in like, why this. was this in the bottom? Did you guys know this was in here? <laughs> this book is like really intense. Unless, Have you guys read this? <laughs> Unless the book shows up somewhere because it's gone somewhere. Yeah. It was tossed into. The void. The (laughs) in-between. Yeah. Rowan talks about the in-between. Yeah, because that's the same place Reese talks about Uh where they're like, well, where does... Or Tamlin talks about it. He's Mm -hmm. like, well, where does the table go? Well, it just goes to like a pocket realm. Yeah, the in-between. Yeah. That's a Harry Potter thing, I love how we come up with really creative names for everything, and she's like, I don't know, it's the in-between. It's in-between stuff. In-between. It's got a a hyphen that makes it its name. The in-dashed We'll name it... In. Sauron, we'll call it Sormon. <laughs> I feel like that's how fantasy writers write. Yeah, we'll call it Morgoth, Morath. Morath. We'll just drop the G. Yeah. Good to go. Yeah. Golden um, ring, it's fine. I loved yeah. Black Ring. I loved Emerus and Malachi. I really love their being yes. um, a, a same sex fated mates. Yeah. Uh, I really like that, and I hope she can really. and And. We get some of that in Crescent City too, like oh yeah, you know. So there's a lot more. That hopefully, in she'll City. be able to swing back and make some moves so that the Morrigan, the Morrigan, the yeah. Morrigan, because same sex couples and or non heterosexual coupling in that world is treated as very like frivolous. Like they have um, Hellion, yeah, and Hellion is. Like a fuck boy for anybody. Right. Fuck you. Fuck that guy. Yeah. Fuck yeah. her. I don't care who. And it's treated as like, oh, he's just freewheeling and fun and flexible, flexible or whatever. Fluid. Instead of yeah, it's not treated as a legitimate. You know what I'm saying? You know yeah. where I'm going with this? Yeah. It's yeah. It's not given any kind of like weight. Yeah. Like oh, that's you're just living your life. Yeah. Just like, also like in in Crescent City, her characters start off as party girls. Uh-huh. They're just like that's their lifestyle. We're party girls. We party. Yeah. Mm. There's you a are... lot of drug use in Crescent City. <clears throat> it's a fun time. Rachel doesn't know anything about drug use <laughs> except hookahs. So you haven't done tobacco. You have never Spain. done cocaine. I'm no. just kidding. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> I was in Spain. Cut and in Spain, out. when you go out, you don't go out for like coffee. Mm. You go to a teteria and you have like a hookah oh, and man. a pot of tea. Oh, that sounds That's fun. so cool. That sounds it really, was really fun. fun, actually. Yeah, it was it really, fun. really fun. You get like a really a pot of really nice tea and a hookah, and you all just sit around and drink that your tea. That sounds like actually Why don't we my a- favorite thing. Why can't we have a hookah in That's the pot That's my lab? dream night. 
There's no ventilation I've in this room. I've been thinking more about our silk <laughs> pod coats. Pod coats. <laughs> our sweaters. Our, Jumpas. Our, yeah, our kimonos. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking more about those. Um, That's what we need. We need kimonos <clears throat> no, and I have a hookah. Friend, I have a, we'll my, just... my teen friend, she has a cricket. Mm. So I'm going to get her to cricket some stuff for us. I've already got a list of things. Uh, also, where do we buy the merch? I need to put up more on the merch store. Yeah. Well, I, was gonna I have it on Tee Public right now, but. Okay. Is that like Redbubble? It's like Redbubble. I need to move it. I don't really like. Okay. I don't know. I don't love Tee Public, so I need to move it. I'm going to cut that. Put it on Redbubble. I'll put it on Redbubble. You know what Redbubble is? No. It's basically as an artist, you can put your art on there and then they will put it on any kind of merch. And you you just get paid a small percentage. And the best part is um, you can get shower curtains. Mm. I have a red bubble shower that curtain. That is the and best it's part. Beautiful. Nice. Ooh. I'll show it to you. That's pretty cool. It's beautiful. It's my favorite thing. It like makes my bathroom. Um, but back to this. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, back to the bucks. <laughs> uh, you know, I think there's just so much to talk about Sorsha. We haven't talked a lot about Sorsha. I love her character. She's a healer. Yeah. They don't have magic. She's Irish. She is Irish. Oof. And Elwin El Elway. She's from Elway and uh, she's from Finn Harrow. Harrow. And we yeah. get an adventure where, um, uh, I, just talk. <laughs> um, I don't always know uh, where I'm looking. Selena is going to, she goes to Finn Harrow and she meets a young lady and she helps her. And then she goes and becomes a healer. And the healers with, with magic are like, Bad Legit, bitches. Like real And that's magicians. actually, we learn. But learned, they can even do C-sections. But we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Where did that come from? Oh, so oh, at the end of a court in Silver, Silver Flames, Flames, when. The baby's When they're die? like, they're they like, can't... sorry, they can't come out. It's got wings. I was like, we can literally put, ent- we can put entrails back in and stitch that up. We can make wings that have been shredded to ribbons back yeah. into wings. But we can't but we, we can't, can't a perform a C section. Yeah. That's Whoa. what she was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Very relevant. I thought it was funny. <laughs> yeah. They're literally like, sorry, can't fucking do that. Got sorry, your mate's gotta die. Yeah. Yep, We've done a lot die. of research into die. men's they health. Do, I mean they straight up do die. That baby dies. Yeah. 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 Because we can't We've got nothing for that. Sorry. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. But the healers, so that's why we learned they had to get rid of the magic because the healers have the ability to fight the Volg. Mm. With that, the, the healing power, the way that it like, it's a type of light and they can't, they had to get rid of it because, you know, that's what. It was what, so powerful and it can literally it can just take out destroy the Volg. The Volg. Um. <clears throat> Sorry. I feel like, I feel, even though you don't mind, it feels. You're like, this is weird. This That's feels, because it would bother you. It, it would feels me. wrong. I would cut somebody. <laughs> I would cut them if they told me a spoiler. Uh, but I don't let people do that. I read it so fast. I'm not going to give yeah, you time. I'm not going to give yeah. any opportunity give you the time to do that to me. Exactly. Um, I will sit in my room for two weeks at a time. Um, <clears throat> I do want to say the audio version if you are like me and you've only listened to this book which i'm not i'm going to read i'm going to read it i'm going to get my own copy some beautiful versions of it i want like beautiful library books can mm. you just like get those anywhere like the I'm kind that sure. are like do you know what i mean what do you call those where they're like bound like a classic book 
What's that called? I'm not sure. Well, no. I don't know because I always I'm always looking for pretty, pretty books. books. I see well, where people make them. Like they get the paperbacks and, and they then put, they yeah, buy them. They I buy them. I wonder if I could find some. I mean, that's probably it's really expensive. expensive. Yeah. Well, and it's I don't, like a custom is, type thing. If yeah. you wait long enough, they'll come out with like a commemorative oh, edition. Yeah. Because we're coming up on the 10 year anniversary. I think that was last year. Last year? For the, yeah, because 2012 was when Throne of Glass came out. Wow. Um, but the last book came out in 2018. I am so grateful that this isn't a series. <clears throat> Sorry. Why is that? Like, why do I get so much fluid in my throat and my mouth? I'm just so fluidity. <laughs> Maybe you're just really healthy and, and hydrated. Juicy. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just, y'all, I'm just juicy. You're a juicy girl. Um, I'm I'm really glad and some people, I'm sure there's people that have been on this train for 10 years that I have n- I didn't have to wait for anything. No. That would make me so mad. I hate it. I don't want to do it. I hate waiting. I don't want to wait for Crescent City. I don't want to wait for more Court of Thorns and Roses. I will. I have to. I don't have any choice or control. I'm really <laughs> curious about having to wait uh until each Wednesday for a new Ted Lasso to come out. Oh my God, you watch Ted Lasso? Yes. You don't have a Ted Lasso sticker on my car? What? You never noticed? No. I do. It's Ted going like this with his mustache. Do you Ted. watch Ted Lasso? No. Do you want my Apple Plus ID? No. Why? Why are you so resistant? I don't know. It's Stop best, resisting. It's the best TV Stop show. Resisting. It's the best TV show that's ever existed. I don't know. I Probably struggle. that's ever. I struggle a lot. But it's just quick, funny, and happy and wholesome. Like K-pop dramas. Like, it's like, like K-pop happy dramas. <laughs> it's just happy it's and wholesome. Feel good. Can you just try it? Don't you want to feel good? Wow, Rachel? there's a lot of peer pressure in this room. I want you to so get out. <laughs> You're both staring at me like. Why are you not watching this? You should be watch watching this. You don't you have, have to watch, watch it. it. It's terrible. You'll hate it. <laughs> Look at that. I don't know why I'm weird about television shows. Okay? I haven't packed that yet. It might be um, demand avoidance. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Demand avoidance is where, like, you can't do things people tell you to do. You're not going to like something someone tells you to like. You have to come to it on your own. It has to be your own thing. It's something that people don't even realize that they're doing. Kind of reminds me of Rowan. It's called. It's called. <laughs> I, I that's fine. <laughs> P, it's called PDA. It's called something demand avoidance. Oh, came across some information on it. That's interesting. It's not that I don't want to be told that I'll like something. I just get in moods where I can't watch anything new. I I have that. Um, I have that, and I. I often get very overwhelmed because my mom tells me to watch a new show at least once a week. You have to watch Sisters or you have to watch this or that or that. And I'm like, I can't, like, I'm still watching Ted Lasso that you told me to watch three years ago. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm only on that. So I can't do too much. But, like, if you're going to choose one show to watch... Make it Ted Lasso. <laughs> or I think don't it's the same it. thing that made it hard for me to read the first two books. Is I have like a very I have to be thinking about what's gonna happen two steps ahead and I have to be remembering what was happening two steps back. And it's exhausting to watch or listen to new things because I can't turn that off. Mm-hmm. And so if I wanna relax, I can't watch something new. It's not relaxing. Even right. if it's entertaining, it's not relaxing. 
I have to watch something where I already know what's happened and I already know what's going to happen. Which is why we watch, that, you know, Friends I've heard over and over again or The Office, I you know. I am 100% the opposite of that. I can barely watch things more than once. Oh. And I know when I love something because I can watch it more than once. And I watch every Ted Lasso, Ted Lasso episode at least three times during the week. I have never... So I so I came upon Ted Lasso the week it premiered, August 20th of 2020. It was the worst year of our lives. I was miserable trying to start over my life, trying to figure out who I was, trying to heal from, you know, 2020. And this brilliantly funny, wholesome show about soccer, football, comes out. And I'm like, who the fuck is this and why is it so amazing? It was like what we all needed. And at I, that yeah, I watched it episodically. At every appointment watched it. It was my Friday morning. I woke up and I, wa- or uh, actually it comes out um, Wednesday mornings. But I would watch, it came out the same time as the, I think Amanda Lorian was on at the same time. And it was just this like, it meant so much to me because, you know, I kind of get lost in these characters. I One of the reasons I knew I was so dysregulated last couple weeks ago is because the second episode of Ted Lasso had come out and I had I cried because it was over. Because this is the last season. And we're only getting three seasons. I don't know if you knew that. What? Yeah, there's only three. So we're on the last season. I'm sorry, I have to leave now. I know. And I the sh- it ended and I liked it so much. I enjoyed it so much that I started sobbing. I also started sobbing when I was watching The Mandalorian. I was like, this is not normal. You are I not I cry on every episode normal. of The Mandalorian. This is not normal. You need your pills. Matt, go get your medicine. Matt tricked me into watching the third episode of The Last of Us. Yeah, Bill he of Frank forever. He just put it on. Yeah, it's a standalone. I was like, I cannot handle like tragic romance oh. at all. So as soon as I was like, you know me, like they came on screen and I was like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen. And I started crying every time anything dramatic happened between the two of them because I was like, I know how this is going to end. And I was like, you can't do this to me. You can't do this to me. And he was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> it was so good. I think but- it's a like I like think that episode of TV is flawlessly perfect, and I think it will go down in history as one of the greatest episodes of TV, hands down. It was I, so good. It is. Ing. Have you seen it? No. Well, you'll watch it tonight. Oh, I'm not going to spoil it. Good thing I didn't spoil it then. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I cried myself to sleep. It was good. It was so good. In fact, my bio on Instagram right now. As a tribute says, Bill and Frank forever. Just a little tidbit. But I've mm-hmm. never watched any of it. I didn't watch you any of the It's rest a standalone it. episode. You don't necessarily have to watch it. Mm. Watch the show. I didn't watch any of the rest It's a of fantastic it. show, though. Yeah. It's a fantastic show. I will watch it eventually. Yeah, it's great. I yeah. liked it. It was awesome. It was HBO. Like, they do premiere TV. It was well done. A lot of money. Um, Yeah, definitely recommend and we don't have any more news about the Sarah J. Mass Hulu. Nope. Nothing. Nothing out. I got All my I fingers on the is, pulse, yeah. so I will know. Like, if, yeah, if only we could just have, know, like, I... 
thought about one doing... cast member. Like just one. Well, and what's cool is they don't have to cast as and Cassian. They just have to, to Exactly. They just have to cast Reese. There is a rumor that and I think this is false and I've considered this actor as a Reesean before, but I don't think Rasan is a white man. And a lot of people think he is, but I don't think he is. And I think he, I just don't. And, um, but Jacob Ellerty, you know who that is? He was, um, what's his face in Euphoria? He's like tall Australian actor. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch Euphoria. He's but... very attractive. And I could, he plays a dark, actually kind of fucked up broody character. Um, and I could see yeah. him being a Reese, but I also think they're – I personally think they need to get no-name actors that are talented. I would that love are- to see um, – did y'all watch Shadow and Bone? Yeah. No. You did? Yeah, I did. Did you finish it? The second season came out. I haven't watched the second season yet. I think that <laughs> the way that that show is cast, I can literally see every character in A Court of Thorns and Roses in their cast. Yeah. And they're not all perfectly attractive people, but I'm like, that is a Nesta. That is a Fira. That is a, like, you could cast this person as Cassian and I would be okay with it. Yeah. Because of the swagger and the charisma, the Riz. Yeah. We all heard that. Yes. <laughs> I did, actually. Yeah. You started it, didn't you? No. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Maybe. You <Just> did. <laughs> um, but I was like, oh, this, I, I just want British actors. Just please don't cast people American who can actors. act. I want. Can we have people who can act, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess I shouldn't say that. Huh? mean. Just people. I'm a who nationalist. It's fine. If you can find an American actor who can act, great. Canadian, also good. Oh, love that. Yeah. Just love as long Canadians. As they can. And somewhere between the age of 25 and 35. Can Ryan Gosling just play all of the characters? <laughs> Kind he would like, be a good Tamlin. Like, what if Tamlin was a little funny? No, it would make him more attractive. Yeah. We can't have that. No, no, no. Well, you got to pull the rug out from under people. So yeah. it'd be okay to have him be, like, somebody you could actually fall in love with. And then that makes the dramatic reveal of, like, actually, he's a total dick. Well, and I'm hoping that better. that's what they do. Like, I hope that they follow. Th- I hope that they keep the twists that were for the reader for yeah. the book for, yeah. in the show. Like, the first season should not have Cassian and Azrael. It should not have Alaris in it at all. No. Did you guys um, read The Magicians? Matt I did. love Grossman. I read the first book, and I watched all the show. Okay, so I loved the books. Loved them. And I really loved the first season of the show. And then the show... There comes a point when a show leaves the books, like just takes a hard left. And I can't go on from there. I'm like, this isn't the books anymore. (laughs) I think that they know the stakes of getting it right. I'm just scared. There are already TikToks about women watching it or people watching it and going, the books are better. Like literally lots of them. Well. Because I mean, the books are going to be better, of going, course. Well, yeah, but there's a way when you have the ability to do a series in 10 hour long episodes, uh-huh. you can get it right. Yes. Yeah. 10 hour long episodes of A Court in Thorns and Roses, this you can medium sized book, yeah. you can get it right. Yeah. If, with the right writers, the right casting, 
and reasonably good, but like CGI. Yeah. You can do it. Yeah. A lot of people want it um, to be animated because they don't, they think they're going to fuck up no. the wings. No. Like I can't. The, you don't like animation? No. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't. I yeah, The only animated it. show that I've really, well, that's not true. Invincible, excellent. And then, um, what was that show that came out last year that was really good? Uh, it's on Netflix. I'll think of it. But it was really good. But typically, I try and watch anime all the time. It's just not for me. Mm-mm. Um, but what are you I doing? Take pictures of your boards. Did you take pictures of last week's boards? No. I sh- I want to take pictures. Well, of maybe them too. I did. I may have. They definitely help. They at least know the names of yeah. the characters, especially as they get bigger, and we have to remember them. Then we'll need a third board. board. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh... I was glad this book was better. I know. Me too. I was, I was like, so glad that you were able to read this book. You didn't get any angry texts. Yeah. Well, but I think you also were trying to not do that. <laughs> Matt said yesterday, he was like, Rachel was really worried that you were mad at her. And I was like, <laughs> I wasn't mad at her. I was... No, I... And well, I, sometimes when I get in like a... I'm... Feeling something about okay, something, so. I can get a little intense, and I, my face looks so angry when well, I'm like no, that. that I, I, worry I didn't about it. get that from either one of you, and okay. now I've figured out what my role is here because I've been having a hard time figuring out why I'm here. <laughs> I think that I am the Libra in this situation. Yeah, you're the scales <laughs> to balance us out for sure. Well, I. And I'm the in between. I think that had more. I have done it. I have done it. <laughs> I was feeling intense. My feelings were really big. I was yeah. dysregulated and pretending I wasn't. And it was a really great example of what happens when you don't take your Lexapro. Yeah. yeah. When you have medicine that you're supposed to take to be a balanced human and you just stop taking it, then you get mad at your friend when they don't agree with you. So you were mad. <laughs> I was no, no. I was I was feeling big feelings on the inside. Yeah. And I was trying to not. But I didn't know how. I also feel like I have insecurities about not being communicative and, and intelligent enough to I think um, that was my drink. No, it was me. Oh. It was my my body. Oh, okay. I went uh, 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 Oh, okay. Oh, I thought there was a struggling puppy dog. No, that was me. Okay. It was like okay. noise coming okay, go ahead. seeping out. But I get I'm I get I didn't know how to I knew that there was a response, a valid response to you. And I didn't have the words and the language to offer it. So I just kept, I just was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) It worked. I I know. It was was fine. It was fine. And Matt and I dated for many years before he was on any kind of medication. Yeah. So the formative years of our relationship, he was effectively unregulated. Yeah. And so it's fine. Like, it's fine. If you're going to lose your ADHD shit around anybody. Well, and I'm it, a good one to do it around. For, but sure. for me, it's not just ADHD. It's also anxiety and depression and just yeah. like emotional regulation in general. Right. Like that's. I really struggle yeah. with that. And I, I have really big feelings when I am very regulated. So it is a lot. And it's almost un. Have y'all ever. Do y'all have. Um, you know what it's like. Like maybe five or ten days before your period. Where you just have your irrationally 
like rage ups, days. A yeah. rage day. Yeah. No. I was having a rage day. I actually got my period the next day. Oh. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> I told you. I, I mean, I mentioned I mentioned the cycle earlier in the last hour. So it's fine. Women have emotional, physical cycles, mental cycles. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Thirty day cycles. It was just a a plethora, and I didn't have the language, and I really wanted to be able to put together what I was thinking. Story of couldn't. my life. Story of my freaking life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I think it was good. It was a good episode. It turned out good because we were having a real, like, live we discussion. I, think, I don't think fun. that anyone listening to it that doesn't know us would know. Uh-uh. But on the inside, I was like, I don't know why I'm so upset. <laughs> Please stop talking about Selena like that. I love her. I, I mean, but you why. can see what I mean about the first two books. No, I do see what you mean. And then when you get a new perspective on her in this book, you can look back. And if you were to reread it, you're like, okay, she's really and, struggling right and now. And I did have too much perspective to be able to, like, micro. That's why I was saying I wish I could remember how I felt the first time I read through these books. But I don't, because so much has happened since then. I remember being like, "Why is this witch here?" And I'm not reading these chapters. So See, now I don't, going back I just through know them, my I'm love like, that I have I for them. Love mm. every freaking ounce of Manon Blackbeak. I, love, I her. love her. She's just awesome. I love that she's this. They're all ugly and mean to each other, but yet they're all a like group of really. Cl- tight-knit close women mm-hmm. supporting each other and doing these really healthy things and calling it this really like low frequency thing yeah her grandmother's an asshole yeah yeah she is and it's no idea. kind of it's kind of unrealistic that aelin killed baba yellow legs to be honest it's kind of unrealistic. It is in that book. She was 700, 700 years, old. years old. If we'd gotten Aelin in this book and you put her with Baba Yellowlegs, I would have believed it. Yeah. I didn't believe it It almost it in the feels one. like I, I, she I, gave I up that. or something. I, I feel like super powered Elaine, Selena could do it. But that Aelin just with swords, I mean, we... She kind of lucks she, into it. Have, in theory, yeah. she is an incredible fighter. Right. But right? she just didn't. That was Sarah J. Mass just not knowing how to write that for us. Not knowing how to get us there. Right. I, do you like, I like reading her action. I think she does action really well. Uh-huh. Personally. I do. I don't know how you feel about that. Her actions, the first two books, no. <laughs> I didn't because Selena's always blacking out or whatever. And she'll like lose herself to the moment that's what i was talking about she'll then we'll zoom out and we're seeing it from a third perspective and it's literally just like it feels masturbatory because it's like look how great she is she's so good at this well it feels awesome. like a good and it was pace like, yeah we would get chaos chaos yeah. version of mm-hmm. her being a good fighter a lot. right yeah and but normally like in this book when she's doing her fighting it's fine because she doesn't yeah, I, we don't get stuck in the granular details of things we will if it's honestly, important her, her, um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. That's fine. Honestly, her, like, Sanderson does action well. Or, let me say this. He does it in a way that I can read it and understand what the fuck is happening. Yeah. And she does it kind of similarly to him. And I understand what's happening. And 
if just thank you. Yeah. If I can understand and keep up, because I don't really like action. I don't watch movies for the car chase. I don't like yeah. the action. Like the battle she, scenes. No, I don't really care. Yeah. I like the emotional piece of it. Tell me what people are feeling when they're getting blown up and slaughtered mm-hmm. and Nessa screaming for Cassian because she has this feeling that the cauldron's about to blow up. Like I like that part. I, but, I'm a big battle scene girl, I think, and I really enjoy action. And I, I like it. I mean, it doesn't seem... It seems pretty... Just, like, I've read action where it's just drags. Yeah. You know? And it's, like, telling each little thing that everyone's doing. And this feels more like, I ducked, ducked, couldn't miss that last blow, you know? <laughs> I you're going to be like, I ducked, I ducked, and then I, I goosed. <laughs> and then I ducked again. Now, I don't like her battle scenes. Her one-on-one fighting is fine, or like a small skirmish is fine. But like the battle scene at the end of um, a court, Rings, and Ruin. Rings and Ruin, I was like, "What the actual fuck?" No one, there was no no idea that anything was planned. It's like when the there's two monster, or like Reese and Feyre are standing next to each other. No, Unleash the monster. Feyre and Rhysand are standing next to each other, and Feyre's like, "I got you a present." And Rhysand's like, oh, my God, you did? I got you a present. And it's like these evil monsters. And they're just like, <laughs> they just appear in front of him. They're like, oh, my God, best present ever. And then they just Staring send them off together. Through. It's like when you're in D&D and you keep your, your group too close together so you can all be in the cone attack. It's exactly what happens. They're like together so that when they do the, when they do the big cauldron, miss. they all die. You could have had what we could have, hey, introduced this to each other the night before instead of getting a blowjob we could have done this instead <laughs> that's true that's and then true, you could have been like happens. i'm gonna put one right here i'm gonna put one on the western flank and i'm gonna put one over here or hey i don't know since they can manifest anywhere why don't we just have them up in the middle of enemy the enemy what's, side what's or the, what's the fun monster in that book's name baraxis baraxis yeah yeah and the, yeah and the bone carver yeah yeah but literally they're just like in the weaver, right? There is yeah. absolutely no way you are the general of an army and you give your... You're doing a terrible And you do this job. immediately before. Cassian's the general. But, okay, yeah. this is even worse then. She yeah. didn't tell Cassian what resources she had so that he could place them strategically. Right. So that she could surprise Rasand with her super special surprise that she went off and got. <laughs> and I was just like, this Such makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. And then she would literally write herself into a point where, I mean, she had it planned, but we would get to a point where i was like oh my god you guys were gonna lose and then the the like angel wing people show up and then they're not enough so yeah, it's like that was actually- oh my god you guys were gonna lose and then the boats show up with her dad and the force that he's been it's raising very like lord time. of the rings and by like- the time you got to the end of it you're like i don't know who the fuck else is gonna show who up else? Who, who we could have anybody at this point i don't know here comes could be gandalf on the yeah, you know, fifth yeah. day on the yeah on the and third the day, sky look to the, up and the sky. Gandalf popped up. Yeah, <laughs> and it just felt like we should have coordinated. Like it, it's almost like she hasn't, she didn't do any research on like battle strategy. Uh, yeah, and how to do a battle, like how yeah. to how to make it look she like they have, knew what they were doing. She had, she should have had a. Um, what they call because the, she when thinks, you have like a person help you. I mean, she thinks yeah, so much about other stuff. A collaborator. Yeah. It's like she had a vision for the way the end was going to go, and that's how it was going to go. And absolutely, there was no, no other way. I feel that like this was her focus on the end of that book was the emotional 
ride for the characters, especially like the sisters and the father. And, you know, you get more of that in Silver Flames. Yeah. The father thing fell kind of flat, though, because I think you mentioned this. Because we don't see him. And we don't get anything. And so unless she wrecked Dole actively. (laughs) But stuff. I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why. She needs a short story. I don't even. She just needs a short story. Yeah. Something to like retroactively kind of. Give or us we a little bit of, like, an idea of what he went through. The 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 um, Lucian me- meeting the dad, done, and then meeting them all up. Yeah, that's yeah. this is why we if we had a Lucian story where he's gone, he leaves, and I thought, okay, good, we're gonna get some Lucian he perspective. Needs, like his own Tower did. of Dawn. Yeah, or just a short novella. Yeah, I just, love those. Take advantage. I wish more yeah. authors did that. Like, if you're gonna build these giant fucking universes that all connect. It doesn't always have to be an end game. It can be a short origin story. Yeah, right? we could just have Lucian on the continent because he's got to meet that lady. He's got to bargain with the death god and yeah. get her like get her away from the death god. He's got to meet the dad. He did a lot and he did it. <laughs> and he did it all behind the scenes. Yeah. All of it. It's insane. And so it loses all impact because we're like, he did fucking what? What was he? Didn't he just go over? He was God, like, he was like, like I'm going to go over there and I'm going to like do some stuff. And they were like, whatever, Lucian, just get out of the fucking house. And he was like, okay, fine. <laughs> and then he just You're making Elaine uncomfortable. Please leave. Yes, please leave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she loses it a little right around there in those books. She didn't quite know where she was going. That's why we have like, Feyre comes out and she's actively nasty to Lucian. She's talking to Lucian. And Feyre otherwise, like, invited him to the house. She's like, everybody, we need to give him the benefit of the doubt. And she's just like, hey, yeah, you're kind of an asshole. Just she's like, having a bad day, that. yeah. She's on her rage day. That's yeah, her rage her on that day, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And rage you're just, mm. anyway. But that's why, like, if we just had that little short story where we got that. And yeah. we got, or we could have had rumors of, like, there's somebody on the continent who's raising an army. Or, or just some kind of throwaway line about a merchant yeah and that's what we get we get a lot of these throwaway lines in this book that are uh-huh. really relevant and later on you're like oh shit she threw she did a couple throwaways about uh-huh. that and yeah. i'm i that's why i've realized i need copies of the book because the way that my brain retains were those the right words my, the way yeah. that yeah. my brain retains written information written information but if i lay down and read gonna go to sleep so i gotta <laughs> sit up so i'll yeah. just go to the park yeah um not to i always like to kind of talk about what else i'm reading a little bit yeah did you start i haven't yet it's i'm great. rereading world war z when i finish that i'll read it oh interesting why just for fun i like world war z cool well i like the audiobook because it's a graphic audio what does that mean it means that it's acted like actors cool. like nathan fillion is a voice mark hamill's nathan a voice fillion um they have that. You guys know they have it's fucking that. Fabulous. You know they have that for a Court of Thorns and Roses. Yes, they have that. I have not attempted it because I do not want to pay another ninety dollars. I know for that. That's how much it would cost. Ninety dollars. Well, it's like fifteen dollars. I and feel like. Probably, yeah, oh. I feel like I'm good on that. Like, yeah, I don't need it either. The World War Z graphic audio is great, and it's old, so you can just check yeah. it out from the library. Yeah, I might do that. that. Actually, fun. I'll I'll find that. But talking about uh, 
the that I think it's like the first book is two parts, right? So if each book is fifteen dollars, that's that's thirty dollars a exactly. book. Yeah. I I can't Audible, you need to get it together. I am tired of spending fifteen dollars a book. And it's no cheaper to buy that's credits. Crazy. No, it's not. That's what we, I'm talking about. Like yeah. I already spend sixteen dollars well, a month on Audible. And you can buy them outright. If you go to Amazon on a browser, yeah. the Amazon app doesn't support that purchase. It doesn't even advertise the purchase because it wants you to buy it on Kindle. It wants you to buy credits on Kindle. So you can buy an audiobook alone, and sometimes they're less. There's also a dispute between Amazon and Google Pay. What's that mean? Google Pay was taking like extra percentages. Well, well, who was using Google Pay? A lot of people use Google Pay. Amazon was using Google Pay. Oh, they were? Like through the app. Okay. And so there's a dispute. So they just took out all purchase functionality through the apps. Oh, so people who have like a Google phone were using Google Pay to buy stuff. Because yeah. I use Apple Pay to right. buy stuff. So they right. just disabled so it completely. So I've stopped doing that because I want to – I go through Amazon – like I'll go on the browser to – Yeah. Pop. Well, that makes so much more sense because I was like, why is this so inconvenient? Yeah, but why Why is Audible not a discount? Like if I'm a member, I should get a discount. That's the whole idea. Well, yeah. Right. Right. But yeah. you can, if you go on to Amazon and you go on the browser and you go and look up a particular book, you can see the individual audiobook price. And sometimes it's like seven ninety nine. Yeah. And I pay $15 see, for every credit. $15.99 for every credit. Yeah. And when I buy three of them together, it's thirty nine ninety nine, which is forty. So what's forty divided by three? Yeah, but then if you're not paying minimum fifteen dollars per audiobook, you're losing money. Like if you buy a cheap audiobook, you lost money. Yeah, because yeah, that's why I canceled it ultimately because so many were like eight ninety nine, but it was a credit. Right. Well, right. I could have just bought it. I saved right. myself seven bucks. Well, or is there a way? But do you have to subscribe? Can you just? Can you have? You can just buy them and add them to your Audible app. It, can you do that? Mm -hmm. I don't have to. I might without being a member. Mm -hmm. So am I? The reason why? Well, why, why do I get? Am I an Audible why do I get then? Kindle Unlimited? I don't think I pay for that. It's ten dollars a month. I do pay for Kindle Unlimited. When? When? How am I paying for that? I don't know how I'm paying for that. <laughs> I don't know, but we're gonna wrap it up because it's an hour and fifteen minutes. Oh and yeah, now okay. we're just talking about Amazon politics. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Six Court Roses is really great. I'm reading the Horseman series, which is terrible, but I can't stop reading it. Huh. <laughs> it's fucking awful. The war, famine, pestilence, and f it's sometimes you just need a book that's like. The plot is optional, and, and there's I, a lot of smut. I'm pissed yeah. because I act. I like impulsively got the audio book to it, and I was like, I paid fifteen dollars for this shit when I could have started that series that Matt was talking about. And ugh. Uh, anyways, it's it's been a pleasure. I'm really glad you like this book. I'm excited. I'm so excited Our next for book, what is to come. Our next book is Assassin's Blade, and I hopefully am, it's not a step back. It's gonna be. It's a little. It's like half a <laughs> <Are you> second. <guessing? laughs> Maybe. That's what I'm saying. Just be. remember how good you feel today. It's gonna okay. be, but it's short stories. Okay. I can handle that. And you're going to pre Endovier Selena. And we really need to know this stuff. You need to understand. Uh, it, it's, I mean, I'll read it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, it's been a pleasure. And um, until next time, friends. Yep. Thank you. Bye. Bye.